Hey there, everybody. <clears throat> Franklin Taggart here with the virtual coffee break. It's a late one, but I still have some coffee going on here. Here's what's on my mind today. Grab your beverage and sit down. Have a chat. Um, here's what's on my mind today. Um, I was remembering back um, for about nine years, maybe 10 years altogether, um, my main source of income was teaching guitar lessons. And I loved teaching um, adult beginners uh, the most because adult beginners very often had waited for years uh, before they gave themselves permission to actually follow through and take lessons and learn how to play the guitar. It was interesting to see that a lot of them had tried to teach themselves. Um, either they had bought books that were like teach yourself guitar in seven days or, you know, uh, teach yourself how to play the guitar in 30 minutes or whatever. Um, and quite honestly, that's how I started. Um, when I got my first guitar, um, my parents gave me two books to go with it. One of them was the Mel Bay. Um, guitar method that pretty much everybody from 1940 to 1990 uh, learned from, and people are still using that book. Um, but then they also gave me a John Denver songbook. Now, when I started playing the guitar, John Denver was probably one of the most, you know, he was probably one of the most popular and kind of one of the most important musicians because he was this guy that would get out there and just do a whole concert of just him on stage with a guitar and he would sing all of these songs like Rocky Mountain High and stuff like that but one of the things that was really interesting was that I, I started teaching myself using those two books and even with those two books being good quality books to learn from um, when I started taking lessons I found out that there were some things that I had learned that actually had become obstacles to my playing. Different ways of holding the guitar and different ways of holding the pick and different ways of finger picking and things like that where I had learned the basics but I had there were things that were not included in the books. And as I started teaching guitar lessons one of the things that was very interesting is that when I started teaching it was the early days of you know the internet and you were just able to start to find you know, online guitar tablature, which is just some notation, some music notation for guitar. And you were able to find chord sheets and lyric sheets and things like that. Made it a whole lot easier when I was learning how to do um, popular music in high school. Um, I had to learn mostly by ear. Um, and so we would like we would put on a record and then we would play it over and over and over and over and over and over again and learn like bit by bit of the song by ear and just try to make it sound the same as it was on the record. Well, lo and behold, when um, this online tablature became available, it was wrong. The people were just putting their own interpretation of a song on there and they weren't, they weren't, concerned about whether it was accurate or not. And so what would happen is if somebody came to me and they wanted to learn a song and we went to look it up online, we would find like 24 different versions and none of them were exactly right. 
And so what would happen is that I would end up writing out the, the part um, for the person so that they could learn the, the accurate you know, way to play it. Uh, my ear had developed by that point so that I could, I could pick things out pretty easily um, by ear. And so <laughs> the thing that was always interesting, though, was that people would, people would come to me with these things and they would think that because they found it, you know, online by another player, that it was correct. And it may have sounded close, but there were some times when it was just totally wrong. And so they learned how to do something the wrong way. Well, the funny thing was, is that to the undiscerning ear, it sounded just fine. It sounded, you know, kind of like the song. And if they were singing along with it, it, you know, it still sounded like them singing it. But to the undiscern, undiscerning ear, nobody, you know, nobody except for the people who had any expertise at all in music could tell whether or not it was, it was being played correctly. And I, I bring that up now because one of the things that I keep finding is that people come to me um, as a coach and they have found all of these really cool free online resources and some of them paid online resources. And the, the resources for all intents and purposes, you know, look correct. They sound correct. They seem correct. And yet when these people use them, when they, you know, when they take these techniques or when they take these blueprints and they don't work, they're wondering, you know, what's wrong with them? Well, it's nothing wrong with you. You've gotten, you've gotten the sheet music that is not correct. You've gotten sheet music that sounds kind of like the original, but it's not accurate. And so one of the things that I think is really important is for us to, you know, find, find the teachers who are putting out legitimate, authentic things that we can use to, to learn our craft, to, to build our trade, to build our business, whatever it is that we want to do. And so one of the things that you want to look at is, you know, not necessarily the track record of the person themselves, but the track record of the people that they've helped. Is there something there that you can see that says, yes, this person has proven that they can help people, you know, make what they want of themselves or make what they want online or whatever. And one of the reasons that I bring this up is that I recently had a client who paid $12,000 for a year long coaching program. And at the end of the year, she actually felt like she was further behind than when she had started with the coach. And one of the things that was really tricky there was that the coach put on a pretty good, you know, webinar. <laughs> the webinar made a lot of promises, but ultimately what happened was that the webinar was really designed for a certain kind of person. And my client wasn't that person It wasn't that kind of person at all. And so what ended up happening was it was just like from the very beginning of the coaching program, my client felt like that there was something wrong with her because this stuff wasn't working 
and she had invested $12,000, and here it didn't work for her. So one of the things that I'm going to encourage you to do is to not only, you know, not only listen to the promises that are being made, but look for the proof, look for the, look for the people who are successfully carrying it out. Are these people really, are they like you? Do they have the same level of dedication? Do they have the same skills? Do they have, you know, um, similar kinds of work ethic, etc. all of the above. And then, you know, try to try to make as informed decision as you possibly can. I'm not going to say that these coaches are bad people. I think that they're just putting something out there that's for a specific kind of person. And when that doesn't line up, people don't have a, a positive experience of that. So the the key, I think, to all of this is to get as much information as you can about the program that you're investing in. Get as much information as you can about the person who's at the head of it. Get as much information as you can about the people who are succeeding in it. And if there's any way at all that you can get this kind of information, get all the information that you can about the people who are struggling with that program. You may find that the program that's being offered works for certain people, but maybe there's a better one for you. So those are my two cents for today. Um, I'm, I'm not teaching very many guitar lessons anymore, uh, but there are a lot of really cool life lessons that I learned as a guitar teacher, uh, and this is just one of them. I'll be back again tomorrow with another coffee break. I hope that you're having a good whatever it is where you are. And I always appreciate your time and your attention. Thank you so much. So long.